Good evening. I'd like to welcome everybody to the service this evening. If you please grab your hymnal and please stand. Turn to page 544. Page 544, Footprints of Jesus. We'll sing the first, second, and last verse. the service night. We're so glad you're here. And um, I guess this time of year, we're glad we can be here, right? A lot of people sick and uh, got this old nasty cough and cold and congestion and all that kind of stuff. Be praying for the preacher. He's still trying to get over the cough. And Miss Kathy, she's trying to get over the cough and there's others trying to get over the cough and um, just didn't want to be here and spread it around. Miss Robin, she uh, had her procedure today. So we're praying for her recovery and uh, that the Lord just continue to touch her body and we get some good results from her her procedure, and so we'll be praying about all that, if you would, please. And uh, we'll mention some more things specifically, of course, all these folks that are sick, and uh, of course, our country needs prayer desperately, no doubt about that, our own state, and uh, a lot of unspoken requests, things going on, and uh, just be praying about all these things. But we're going to open up in prayer, and I'm going to ask Brother John, if you would, please, uh, to open us up in prayer tonight. Yes. Man. Kenny? Y'all be seated. As you're being seated there, take your hymnal again, turn to page 490. Page 490, take my life and let it be. We'll sing the first, second, and last verse.
fellas come for the offering. That'd be great. Rush might want to help. Oh, Clay, okay, that'd be fine too. <laughs> you got him on the way. All right. And so we'll pray for the offering. Of course, uh, the Wednesday evening offering, uh, unless it's otherwise designated, goes to the, the youth. And um, so we get ready for a mission trip and camps this summer and things like that. So um, anything you give, uh, go towards the youth. All right. So Brother Clay, lead us in prayer for the offering, please. Mm. Lord, what it represents in your body. Lord, I pray that you would just help us to uh, honor and glorify you here tonight. Lord, be of the service. Uh, speak to hearts. Lord, that you give Brother Lane some preaching. Lord, take this offering and use it to further your gospel. Lord, may you uh, use it to supply the needs of our young people. Yes, Father. Lord, I pray that you just have your will and way there in their lives and their hearts. And, uh, be with us again, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. hymnal there again and stand we'll sing our chorus page 674 page 674 in my life lord we'll sing it once through and shake hands and greet one another
again one more time as you make your way back to your seats. In my life, Lord, be glorified, be glorified. In my life, Lord, be glorified today. Thank you. You may be seated. Well, it's a great little course, isn't it? And uh, great truth. And we do want the Lord to be glorified. And uh, there's other verses to that. I think we sang in my church on Sunday. That was good. But um, regardless, he needs to be glorified in every area of our life. And that's a good goal. That's a good prayer. Well, look in your bulletin, if you would, please, and um, several announcements. And then um, there still are some sign-up sheets. We've added one, I believe. I think that's a shower um, for Rebecca uh, on 127. So there's a sign-up sheet for that. There's still a sign-up sheet for the couples retreat. And there's a sign-up sheet for the appreciation banquet. And so uh, all the, we'll mention those dates, but they're all down there. So please uh, sign up for those. And the couples retreat, uh, we need to know uh, pretty much ASAP. If you can, if you haven't signed up for that and you still desire to go, um, please sign up for that. I talked to myself or pastor, that would be great. So please remember that. Um, appreciate your uh, prayers for all these things. Of course, the couples retreat and then the wedding uh, coming up on the 10th of February. And, uh, and so Becca covets your prayers, talked to her just a little bit ago. She says she's praying for us, praying for me tonight as I preach. But I'll be praying about all these things, if you would, please. There's a few devotional books left. I think I saw three out there today. How many of you guys have picked up one of those Proverbs? Yeah, I've been reading it. It's good. It's, it's, it's a good, good little devotional. And I'm glad we came across it and was able to, to get it. So um, there's three out there. If, if you want to pick up one and have it yet, please remember that. You see this information about the new bus route. And so uh, we got some really good-looking uh, flyers, some tracks, some uh, real attractive things uh, for this. And so we're going to uh, start this bus route. We're going to go visiting on Saturday the 20th, uh, January 20th. That's the same day as our appreciation dinner, but we'll do it at 10 o'clock. And so uh, we're coming up with some things to be helpful on that. So we'll do uh, some areas uh, where I know there's a lot of kids. And so I'll be praying about that. If you would, would be here to help us, uh, 10 o'clock, we'll do that. And then um, be praying about our, offices, our election of officers and teachers. That's next Wednesday evening. And so we'll be doing that, if you would. Be praying, praying about that. And then uh, the work appreciation dinner, which is a sign-up sheet we just mentioned. Uh, that's going to be 6 o'clock on the 20th. And that's for everyone doing anything here at the church. And so uh, we want you to be involved in that. This is just a way uh, pastor says thank you uh, for being involved in the ministry. And we greatly appreciate your help in everything that you do. So please sign up for that. And then looking forward to our Rally in the Valley, Brother Steve Pickett. And so he'll be with us uh, down from Fairfax on our uh, rally night on the 26th. And then um, we'll have our shower, the shower on the 27th. And then Brother um, Steve will stay with us for that Sunday, uh, for our anniversary Sunday, uh, 42 years. Uh, Pastor them started the church 42 years ago. And I thank God for their faithfulness and uh, what he's done through the years. And so we'll celebrate that on the 28th. And so we'll have a combined Sunday school up here with the teens on up. And uh, we'll have all the tables set up downstairs. And, um, and then we'll have uh, the 10 o'clock uh, Sunday school, and then we'll have the 11 o'clock service, no p.m. service, but lunch to follow. And then you see this information about the couples retreat. The Rochester will be with us on the 4th in both services. We'll be able to encourage them a little bit. And then um, this progressive supper, it says the 9th, 2-9. And so you can change that to uh, two sixteen. That's the, the following Friday. And so um, we had talked about doing it that day and then had rescheduled it because of uh, the wedding rehearsal. 
I don't think we can do the, <laughs> the progressive supper on that night and wedding rehearsal and all that kind of stuff. So we'll do that on the 16th. Looking forward to all those things. So make sure you make note of that. And then Brother Byron will be with us, choir refresher around the Valley in February. And uh, we'll start an Easter egg fundraiser and all that stuff going on. Happy birthday this week to Donna. Congratulations to her. And uh, so you see all those things there. Hope you make note of those and it'll be helpful in the future. All right. Won't you stand with us one more time? And uh, Kenny's going to come lead us another song. As you stand and grab your hymnal and turn to page 648, page 648, Now I Belong to Jesus, we'll sing all three verses. Jesus, my Lord, will love me forever, from him no power of evil can sever, he gave his Notice the hymn right across the page. Did you notice it? Anybody notice it? The hymn right across the page of that song? Anybody? Redeemed? I think that's what it was, wasn't it? I think. I just looked at it and I forgot, but I'm all up here. But uh, I belong to him because I'm redeemed. Amen. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And uh, praise God for that. That's a lot to be thankful for. If that's all we had, that'd be enough right there to thank the Lord for. But we've got so many more, so much more. Uh, that the Lord's blessed us with uh, in this life. And um, blessing after blessing, Lord Byron, Byron wrote the song, blessing after blessing keeps on following me. And um, I think about that verse, Psalm 23, 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Every step we take right behind is goodness, right behind is mercy, goodness, mercy, every step we take. And uh, praise God for his goodness and praise God for his mercy, praise God for his redemption. And that we belong to him. Amen. Well, look in your prayer bulletin, and uh, I want you to uh, add a few things, if you would please, um, to the list here. And then we'll mention a few of these things in just a moment. Um, 
Donna had given pastor request uh, of a lady by the name of Hannah McCray, Hannah McCray, and uh, she has pancreatic cancer. She's at UVA, and so uh, we're going to try to slip up and see her tomorrow. And so if you'd be praying for her, Hannah McCray, and then um, Frankie had called and gave pastor uh, the name of Whitney Tisdale, and I'm not sure the um, the depth of that prayer request, but if you could please be mentioned in Whitney Tisdale, and then um, Meredith uh, asked me to mention Mackenzie Campbell. Uh, Mackenzie's uh, a lady she works with. I think she said she might be a cousin, I believe, is what she said. And uh, she's expecting a baby. The baby has fluid on the brain. And so they're having more tests on Friday at UVA. So they asked that you be praying for that for Mackenzie Campbell and their family. And, um, and then if you would be praying for the Lowe family, this is a, uh, a young uh, man. Well, he's not a young man. He's my age. He's 54, so he's not too, too young. But uh, lost his wife to cancer. She was 52, uh, Anissa. And, um, and so I was able to drive up last Thursday to their family in North Carolina and drive back home and try to encourage them a little bit. So be praying for their family. And then the um, pastor told me today that Steve Moore passed, uh, Lonnie's brother, Steve Moore. And um, it's been a long, long time since I've seen him, but uh, I'm not sure the, the depth of what happened and all, all that, but I just know that he passed away. So be praying for the Moore family and his passing. So uh, several folks there. So if you uh, maybe write those down, add those to your list. I talked to Herschel just a few minutes ago. He popped in my mind. And I know he has an appointment tomorrow um, for all that's going on with his, his foot. Of course, he's got an infection, been treated with antibiotics, and he's trying to get the, um, the infection taken care of so they can remove uh, a screw in there that's causing the infection. And so he's supposed to go tomorrow uh, to talk to these folks about that, so be praying for him, if you would, please, um, uh, that all would go well tomorrow with that. He's not going to have surgery tomorrow, but going to find out if he can have surgery. So please be praying for Herschel. He, uh, I talk, we talk to him about it every week. He wants to be here, and so be praying for him if you would, please. Look at the list there, and of course, all of our church ministries and our Sunday school teachers be praying for all these folks uh, that's listed here. There's several local churches and a list here that uh, pastor asked us to be praying for, our missionaries, and um, there's a lot of missionaries to support, a lot of missionaries still trying to get to the field, and so our missions conference coming up in the month of March, and uh, again, we're trying to focus on uh, America, church planning in America. So be praying the Lord will uh, open the doors for the right missionaries. We've got Brother Chuck Harding coming, uh, coming to uh, preach the meeting, and you're going to enjoy him. So be praying for that meeting, uh, along with our other missionaries, if you would, please. Uh, of course, remember to uh, pray for Miss Donna and Bill's passing, uh, the uh, Clarence Sexton family, uh, family of Fred Thacker. If you would, please remember all these folks that's dealing with bereavement and loss of loved ones. Uh, a whole list of salvation, folks that need to be saved. And perhaps you know some folks that need to be saved that's not even on the list, and I'll be praying for these folks. And a special request here, of course, be praying for Pastor, and uh, he'll get to feeling better. Uh, Miss Kathy, she's sick. Uh, Miss Robin is recovering from her procedure at home, and we're praying for, for good results from her procedure. So be, be praying for them. We covet your prayers for our family. And then we've mentioned here this Bridge of Hope Crusade in September. So this is going to replace our route in the valley. This is going to be on a Saturday. And Brother Kenny Baldwin will be preaching, and so uh, we're going to have a, uh, a first sort of get acquainted meeting for this crusade in March here at this church. And so we'll have a special prayer meeting, uh, Lord willing, a, a special teen choir. We're trying to work with the teens to have a teen choir. We've got some books here to pass out. Um, Brother Kenny Baldwin will be preaching the meeting in September. Um, we have Brother Reno Lycan scheduled to be here. I talked to him a little bit before Christmas, and so he's not sure if he can travel yet that far. Uh, Brother Dave is gone from the camp, so he's not sure if he's going to be able to make the meeting. Be praying for Brother Reno. He is getting better. He's able to drive locally, 
and so they're in Louisville, so that's a big, a big plus, but he's, this is a long distance, so he's not sure if he could do that. So be praying for that meeting uh, and even the kickoff meetings that we'll uh, be able to get a lot of people in Virginia. We're trying to reach Virginia with this meeting to a lot of different churches. Uh, and so it's a, sort of an all-day youth conference, uh, good preaching, good singing, uh, games, food, all of that. And so um, be praying for that, if you would, please. Of course, our country, um, you don't even have to watch news but, but a few minutes to know it's in a mess. And uh, I try to watch less and less of it because it makes me more mad every time I watch it. And so, um, but our, our country is in desperate need of revival. And, um, and so be, be praying for our nation, be praying for these folks that know they're saved uh, in, in our, uh, our Congress and our Senate. Folks that are trying to do the right thing uh, with Israel, right thing on life and marriage and all these things. Be praying for all these things in this upcoming election. Of course, our leaders in Virginia, our governor, lieutenant governor, uh, and uh, the folks in our, uh, in our house and Senate that love the Lord, that are trying to do right, be praying for these folks. Continue to pray for this Greg Nisley, Gregory Nisley, and uh, the update there uh, on this missing young man. We're not sure exactly all the details of that, but uh, just be praying that uh, God will protect him and that uh, God will be with his family at this time. And then our church family, there's a whole list of folks here. Cindy um, is waiting on some results. She, has, she actually has got the results. She has um, uh, a scheduled appointment to, be, uh, to find out when she's going to have um, surgery. And so be praying for her. Uh, we mentioned Herschel. Um, and so uh, continue to pray for, for them. Arnold's got surgery, hip surgery in March. Be praying for him. Um, Emily Williamson over on the right-hand side there, the last one has... Um, Another colonoscopy and biopsy on the 27th, January 27th, so be praying for her. Just confirm all the good news that she received. Be praying for that, that whole situation there, if you would. And then these friends and family battling cancer, a lot of folks uh, battling cancer. Of course, these young people, uh, be praying for them, Natalie and um, Coley, and that uh, God just be with their families and um, give them the strength they need, baby Sebastian. And so, uh, and then there's a whole list of other folks here that are battling cancer. Uh, plus the ones we added, all right? So please, uh, if you can, remember these folks. Of course, you've got our, your list of missionaries, and I hope you're staying in touch with your missionary and um, encouraging them and uh, trying to pray for them specifically. I think it's a great encouragement to them that we email them and communicate with them. And uh, so many times I think they email folks, and, uh, you know, I got an email this week from uh, from a missionary. And well, actually, what, she had wrote an email, and she's going to, uh, start emailing her letters instead of uh, sending them by, by letter, you know, for stamps and all that kind of, kind of reasoning. She says, if you read this letter, and, you know, so she's, you know, folks don't read letters a lot of times. And so if you can uh, encourage them that way just by reading it and, um, you know, corresponding with them, let them know you're thinking about them, let them know this church is praying for them, I think it's a great encouragement uh, to them in a very, very special way. So uh, keep up the good work there. We've got a few missionaries we'll uh, be praying for. Uh, about adopting um, and taking on in our meeting on next Wednesday. And then we'll be putting those out for adoption, Lord willing, if everything goes well with that. I think, uh, I think there's two missionaries. Uh, one family has already wanted to adopt one family that we're praying about taking on. So we'll have two more to adopt. And so be praying about all those things. Uh, that'd be great. All right, anything we need to add to the list that maybe we didn't mention or maybe it's not on the list uh, that we can pray about anybody on this side, uh, on my left-hand side? Yes, ma'am, Stephanie? Okay. Yes, I think we mentioned her in Sunday school Sunday, right? Yeah, be praying for Miss Alice, if you would. Anybody else on this side? All right. How about this side? Miss Penny, and then I'll get you Miss Diane. Uh, pray for 
You said they're in where? Oh, okay, Wall. Okay, I was trying to figure that out, that out real quick. So Wall, South Dakota, be praying for them. Good night. Goodness, I can find somewhere to put that if you don't have anywhere. Okay, okay, all right, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> That's something. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. You know, hey, God takes care of his own. And um, it's not always in, um, you know, financial ways, but sometimes it is. And uh, it might be finding something on sale. I mean, hey, I'm, I told you last, last week, we, we hit the mother load. You ever heard that? <laughs> we hit the mother load at Party City on some things for Rebecca's wedding. And, hey, I, I, I believe that's God working all of that out to try to, uh, to help us to, to be good stewards of what he's placed in our hands. So praise God for that. That's a great praise. All right, I think Ms. Diane, you had a request? Okay. Amen. Yeah. Lord knows all about it, doesn't he? Praise God for opening that door and taking care of that. Amen. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else got a praise? Yes, ma'am. Amen. Yes. Yeah, uh, Anna was in a uh, rear end on the interstate. And, man, that, how many of you guys seen the picture of the car? Man, that, that, was, that could have been really, really bad. And um, praise God for his protection. Amen. Yes, sir, Brother Arnold. Yeah, be praying for us, right? Daphne's got her court date tomorrow. And then um, Miss Terry, you said Terry Nelson? Ter Terry Nelson. <laughs> yeah, Terry, right over this Terry. All right, uh, his shoulder. And so it's hurt his shoulder. Be praying for that if you would, please. All right. All right. Anybody else before we pray? All right. Well, listen, let's uh, spend a few minutes in prayer. And uh, if you, if you, uh, can you come to the altar you can stay in your seat there whatever be fine and um and i'll come out and close this in prayer in just a moment
Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight, Lord, um, grateful and thankful for the privilege and opportunities to pray. We realize that, um, Father, it's uh, through no work or merit of our own that we can even come before you and bring these requests, but uh, you've commanded that we pray. Uh, you said, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. not. And, Father, we know that we have the boldness that we, um, that we have because of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for our Savior. Thank you for the Lord uh, Jesus and the price that was paid on Calvary for our sins, Father. Uh, to make us clean, uh, to wash us whiter than snow, to remove our sins as far as the east is from the west, and no more to be remembered. And, Father, we thank you for the great salvation that's been made available to us through the person of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the word of God that's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Uh, thank you for this church, uh, Father, not just this church, but churches like it all around the world uh, that's uh, actively seeking to edify the, uh, the saints, to win people to Christ, to get the glorious message of the gospel out, uh, that folks uh, may come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ before it's eternally too late. Thank you for this country and for um, the privilege it is, the opportunity it is to be uh, a resident here, to be born here, to live here. And the freedoms that we have, uh, Father, even the freedom to meet tonight without fear of persecution. Father, we just praise you and thank you for that. I pray that you'd help us, Lord, to be good stewards of that. That we would um, be soul conscious, that we would uh, pay attention, Father, as we're out and about in the community. Uh, to the message that needs to be given. Help us to uh, carry gospel tracts, Father, to be alert and aware of folks that uh, need the Lord Jesus. And I pray that your spirit be evident. In our lives, I pray that uh, our light would shine for the Lord Jesus. I pray that our walk would line up with our talk. Uh, I pray that you would just empower us, Lord, by your spirit to do your work your way. Uh, may we have your mind. May we have the mind of Christ. May we have the compassion of Christ that makes a difference as we go out into the world each and every day that we live. Father, continue to be with the work here and uh, Father, this ministry and uh, all the teachers, uh, all of the folks that are involved in serving and Father, so many areas that folks are working in that make uh, a ministry like this possible. And, Father, we thank you so much for each and every one of them. Thank you so much for the privileges to uh, serve the Lord together, uh, to be co-laborers together with God. And, uh, Father, thank you for giving us the power of the Holy Spirit to, to enable us, to help us, Lord, to do things that humanly we can't do. We thank you for the strength of Almighty God. Father, thank you for our preacher and uh, for his family. Father, just thank you so much for their faithfulness all these years. And, I pray you continue to bless him. I pray you'd help us as a church to hold, hold him up, uh, hold him up in prayer, to uh, hold him up in the ministry, to do the, the things you've called us to do in this local church. And thank you for the privilege to serve. Thank you for the privilege to, to work for the Lord Jesus. Help us to realize that we need to work now for the night cometh when no man can work. Uh, Father, help, help us to take the time in which we live seriously uh, to be that light you need us to be. Uh, touch preacher's body, give him strength, help him to get better. Go over this call, Lord. I pray you be Miss Robin. Thank you for uh, letting her procedure go well today. I pray you continue to be with uh, all that's going on with that and, and the results. You give, give us good results. Help her as she recovers. Father, be with these folks that are sick. I think of Miss Kathy. I think of uh, Brother Terry that was mentioned. Uh, others that are on our list. Father, we thank you for the praises tonight uh, that's been given of how you've supplied and met the need and, uh, and worked and moved as only you, you really can. And Father, we don't believe that... Uh, by any stretch of the imagination that just happened by chance. We believe that God's almighty hand of intervention has intervened and has led God and directed. And Father, we pray for this, uh, this Hannah McRae that's been mentioned tonight, uh, that Donna had mentioned, uh, that's dealing with this pancreatic cancer. I pray you continue to be with her, uh, be with the visit tomorrow, Lord, and may encourage her. 
pray you'd be with us. Um, Whitney Tisdale, that Frankie's mentioned, uh, whatever the needs are there. Uh, Mackenzie Campbell, as she goes to the uh, hospital on Friday uh, to have some more tests concerning this baby and the fluid on the brain. I pray you'd give grace there, Lord, and uh, just continue to be with the Lowe family and the passing of um, Anissa and uh, continue to give them the grace they need. I pray for the Moore family uh, as they uh, mourn the loss of uh, Steve. I pray you continue to be with them. Father, be with uh, the meetings coming up here at the church uh, for the rallies. Uh, Father, for the missions conference, uh, I pray for this uh, meeting uh, in September, that you would just lead on direct there in a special way, that you would, uh, as we organize and plan, that you would have everything to fall into place, help folks to get on board. And uh, may this be a great meeting uh, for your honor and for your glory. Souls will be saved, young people will be encouraged, and uh, the body of Christ will be edified and lifted up uh, to keep uh, moving on for the Lord. I pray that you would, um, Father, be with all these special requests, uh, these military and law enforcement, our college students, as they get back in the swing of things, Lord, just uh, work in those situations there, Lord. Be with the situation here where these folks that need to be saved. And Father, we're praying for family members and friends and neighbors and coworkers. Uh, Father, folks that are close to us, I pray that you just um, work in their hearts for salvation. Help, help them to realize that well, the time is short. And, uh, Father, today's the day of salvation. I pray that you just... Uh, Father, work in folks' hearts that need to be saved. Help us to be that light and testimony that, that we need to be to do our part and give the gospel out, Lord. Uh, be these folks are battling cancer. Uh, a lot of folks on our list, Lord. I pray that you just be with them in a very special way and lead God and direct in those situations, Lord. Give them grace. Uh, be with uh, treatments. Um, I pray for Miss Cindy's treatment and the surgery that's coming up. I pray that you be with her in a special way and give grace there. And I think a little Chloe. I just continue to be with their family and these other folks that are listed on there, these children, I'm thinking Natalie and um, Sebastian, baby Sebastian, Lord, all these children. And Father, not only the children, but the adults. I pray that you would just give grace in these areas. And uh, Father, we know that you're the great physician. We know that you're able to heal. But we know that sometimes you choose not to do that. But we pray that uh, if that's what you choose, that you would give grace and give strength in a very special way uh, to help folks uh, administer their hearts and, and souls, Lord, during this time. Uh, be with the meeting tonight. Be with all that's going on downstairs. We pray that uh, you would be with the workers, be with the children. Uh, Father, for this bus ministry, for the uh, soul winners uh, that are trying to get the gospel out, um, all these ministries that, that are part of our church, I pray that you'd uh, work in a special way uh, in each and every one. Give us the burden that we need uh, to keep going in the day in which we live, uh, to be that uh, salt in, in the, the world in which you place us. We thank you for it. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for once again giving us the privilege to serve and the freedom to be here tonight. Blessed as we open up your word, I pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. All right, well, take your Bibles, if you would, the Word of God tonight, and go with me to 1 Kings chapter number 2. 1 Kings chapter number 2, and um, the Lord's given me this message, and uh, sometimes messages fall right into place, sometimes they don't. <laughs> like a Sunday school lesson, uh, if you've ever taught a class or uh, spoken uh, publicly or anything like that, trying to get something, uh, this one just sort of fell right into place, and I thank God for it, and uh, he seems to know exactly what we need when we need it, and uh, he's spoken to my heart as I prepared this, and um, I hope he'll speak to yours as well. It's dealing with our theme. Of course, our theme this year uh, is walking in truth. 
Walking in truth, and pastor's been dealing with some things from um, our main passage, uh, our text verse there in 2 John 1, 4, and you'll have to work at memorizing this. Uh, it says, I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth, as we have received a commandment from the Father. So it's the theme this year, walking in truth, and we went through different passages of scripture that deal with walking in truth, and walking in uh, the truth of God's Word. And so tonight, uh, this is a verse we've looked at in Sunday school, Brother Dale's covered. We'll just read the first nine verses. And basically we're going to deal with the first four in this thought and this message tonight. I hope it will be an encouragement to you. But the Bible says, God's Word says in 1 Kings chapter number 2, um, beginning in verse number 1. It says, Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die. And he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself." That the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth, with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. We'll stop just reading there. We'll deal with the first four verses there for sake of time. But if you're in the habit of marking things in your Bible, I want you to notice the expression found in verse number four. The Bible says there in verse number four, um, in this regard to walking in truth, it says, if thy children take heed to their way to walk before me in truth. To walk before me in truth. Walking in truth. To walk before me in truth. Walking in truth has to do with what? (laughs) Um, What does it Entail, what does it encompass? Um, This expression, this encouragement, this expectation that God has given from the Word of God. He says, to walk before me, that's the Lord, in truth. And so, several things here I believe we can see that uh, entails or encompasses this expression, walking in truth. Just in these few short verses, the Lord gives us some things that it means, that it entails, that it encompasses. And I wrote down four things, and I hope it'll encourage you as it encouraged me, but four things that this matter of walking in truth entails or, or encompasses. It, it, what it means, it means um, warning others. So walking in truth uh, entails or encompasses, according to this passage of Scripture, I believe, warning others. Look with me at verse number one. The Bible says, now the days of David drew nigh that he should die. And he charged Solomon, his son, saying. So we have this charge, not only from David to Solomon, but from God to you and from God to me. He charges us to this challenge, this expression, this encouragement, this expectation to walk in truth. So this is a warning from 
David to Solomon, a charge from David to Solomon, a charge from God to you, a charge from God to me. By the way, this is some of David's last words. He says here, um, the Bible tells us that the days of David drew nigh that he should die. David's own testimony in verse number two to his son Solomon was, uh, I go the way of all the earth. So this is, this is the last charge, if you will, one of the last charges to Solomon, one of the last words to, to Solomon, to uh, his people before he dies, um, that he's warning, he's warning others, he's warning Solomon, God is warning us. Uh, all the, the warning here from God to his people, from, from David to Solomon, he's warning us to walk in truth. And he says here in uh, the word of God, he says, look, look in verse number uh, two. He said, I go the way of all the earth. He says, in this warning, he says, be strong, therefore. His, his warning is to Solomon and God's warning to us uh, in, in this reference of walking in truth is to, to be strong. Be strong, to be strengthened, to prevail, to become strong, to be courageous, to be firm, to grow firm, be resolute. Uh, all these are translations of this expression, be strong. So God desires us, he warns us, David warns Solomon to be strong, to be resolute, to be courageous, to be firm in this matter of walking in truth. God's encouraged us all throughout the Bible to be strong. We don't have time to look at all the passages. But um, in Deuteronomy 3.16, we find the law, we find Moses encouraging the people to be strong and of a good courage, to fear not, nor be afraid of them, nor for the Lord thy God, he said, it is he that goeth with thee, he will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. In the very next verse, verse number seven, um, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 31, seven, and Moses called Joshua, called unto Joshua and said unto him, in the sight of all of Israel, here's the command that he gave, be strong and of a good courage for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. In verse 23 of Deuteronomy 31, uh, the same message to be strong and of a good courage. Joshua gets this message from God. Moses passes off the scene. Joshua takes command and the Lord tells Joshua in verse number six, verse number seven and verse number nine of the first chapter of Joshua to be strong be strong, very courageous. Uh, be strong of a good courage, he says. So God desires for us, and all throughout the word of God, he tells us to be strong. Here David is encouraging Solomon in this matter of warning. He's warning him to be strong, therefore. Not only to be strong, therefore, but to show thyself a man. Same passage of scripture, verse number two. He says, be thou therefore strong, be strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. According to God, a real man obeys the scripture, verse number three. And he gives uh, the charge there to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, his testimonies as it is written. A real man, uh, a, a real man obeys the scripture. Ezekiel twenty-two thirty. The Bible says, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it 
But he says, I found none. In 1 Samuel 13, verse number 14, the prophet Samuel speaking the word of the Lord to King Saul. And he says, but now thy kingdom shall, content, shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. So David charges Solomon. He warns Solomon. He says, be strong. He says, show thyself a man. I mean, be the man that obeys the scripture. God's seeking for a man to obey the scriptures. God sought after a man after his own heart in King David. May we be that kind of a man. May we be that kind of a person that shows ourselves a man that obeys the scripture. He gave him this warning to be strong, therefore, to show thyself a man, to keep the charge of the Lord thy God, verse number three, and keep the charge of the Lord thy God. He was warning him, hey, keep the charge of the Lord thy God. There's no doubt David had learned from experience when he didn't keep the charge of the Lord his God. And he faced the consequences and he faced the judgment of God. No doubt he desired his son not to go through the same things that he faced and be robbed of the blessings of God as he was at points in his life. And listen, there, there's some wisdom in listening to the truth of elders and, and folks that have gone before us and have been through those things and to learn from others' mistakes so that we don't make those same mistakes and be robbed of the blessings of God. I believe David is warning Solomon of those things to keep, keep the charge of the Lord. And he gives, gives some charges there in verse number three that we'll cover in just a moment. But he says, listen, the reason that you do this, the reason that you um, be strong and show thyself a man, keep the charge of the Lord. But it, it goes later on in the scripture, says that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest. Do you see it there in the script, in verse number three? As it is written in the law of Moses, that, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest and whithersoever thou turnest thyself. <clears throat> he said, listen, Solomon, do you want to prosper? Do you want God's blessing? Do you want God's hand upon the ministry? Do you want God's hand upon the kingdom? Listen, it's important then that you show thyself a man, that you be strong, therefore, that you keep the charge of the Lord so that you can prosper in all that thou doest, whithersoever thou turnest thyself. And then he gives this, this expression in verse number four. There shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. This is serious business. David said, listen, Solomon, listen, uh, show thyself a man. Keep, keep the charge of the Lord. He's warning him, be strong, therefore, in this matter of walking in truth. Why? Because the kingdom is at stake. The throne is at stake. This is very, a very serious warning that David is giving to his son, Solomon. He desires for him to prosper. He desires for him to sit on the throne and for his son to sit on the throne and for his next son to sit on the throne. And the only way to do that is to 
Be a real man of God that obeys the scriptures to keep God's charges and to be strong, therefore. We understand that there's no strength in us. And the Bible throughout scripture is, is be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. That's what God's talking about here. And so I believe this walking in truth entails warning others. David warning Solomon. God warning us. Listen, if we're going to be prosperous, if we want God's blessing upon our lives, God's given us a warning. Say, hey, here's how you get it. Here's how you keep it. Be strong in the Lord. Show thyself a man. Keep the charge of the Lord thy God. So this matter of walking in truth has to do, number one, with, with warning others. It has to do, number two, with walking in his ways. Look at verse number three and four. David, under inspiration of the Spirit of God, says to Solomon and to his people, and keep the charge of the Lord thy God. Do you see it? To walk in his ways. To keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, his testimonies that is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself. That the Lord may continue his word, which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart, with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. What does walking in truth encompass? What does it, what does it encourage us to do? Well, it encourages us to warn others. It encourages us to walk in his ways. Not my way. Not your way. Not our ways or the world's ways. His ways. Do you see it? To walk in his ways. The Lord's ways. Proverbs 16, 25, and there's another passage that goes right along with it. It says, there is a way which seemeth right unto man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. That's not the way that we want to walk in. We don't want to walk in man's ways or our ways or your way or my way. No, we want to walk in the Lord's way. Walking in his way. That's what this matter of of walking in truth entails. It entails warning others. It entails walking in his ways. When the law was given in Deuteronomy 5.33, the Bible says, Ye shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you, that ye may live, that it may be well with you, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which ye shall possess. There's blessings of God associated with walking in his way. Nehemiah 5.9 says, Also I said, it is not good that ye do. Ought ye not to walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the heathen, our enemies? Isaiah 30.21, And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it when ye turn to the right hand and when ye turn to the left. Jeremiah 7, 23. But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well 
with you. Second John, pastor preached from this uh, passage of scripture, verse number six, the Bible says, and this is love that you walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that ye have heard from the beginning that ye should walk in it. If you love me, what does Jesus say? He says, keep my commandments. So this matter of walking in truth entails, it, tell, it entails uh, warning others. God's warning us. David's warning Solomon. We ought to warn others to walk in truth so they can have the blessings of God. It entails walking in his ways. Not my ways, once again. Not your ways, but, but his ways. There's blessing associated with walking in his way. And then it's associated with walking according to what is written. Which really is his way. But look with me at verse number 3. The latter part. And his, the Bible says to keep the charge of the Lord, Lord thy God. To walk in his ways. To keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments. And his testimony. Do you see the latter part there? As it is what? Written. As it is written. It entails warning others. It entails walking in his ways. It entails walking according to what is written. God's given us the word of God. He's given us his statutes. He's given us his commandments. He's given us his judgments. He's given us his testimonies. These are written testimonies. These are written commandments. These are written uh, statutes uh, that he's given to us. At this point in time, they didn't have the completed copy of the Word of God. They had the Torah, they had the law, um, which would be Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. They had the Torah, and David's referring to that. Listen, this is what God's written, His laws, His commandments, His statutes. We need to walk according to what is written. The Bible tells us in this passage of Scripture in verse number 12, if you look at it, look what it says in verse number 12. Then David sat upon the throne of David his father. And his kingdom, do you see it? Was greatly established. You want to know why? Because Solomon started right. Because he he walked according to what was written. He walked in his ways. He heeded the warning that his father, David, gave to him that God had given to him earlier in the scriptures. And the Bible tells us that his kingdom, the kingdom of Solomon, was established greatly. I mean, God blessed it. God worked and God moved. God gave him wisdom because he asked for wisdom. Because he walked according to what was written. One commentator said the reason Solomon's kingdom was greatly established was because King Solomon was willing to run his government the way God set it up to be run. To execute the letter of the law immediately whenever it was broken. Proverbs 25 Five, the Bible says, take away the wicked from before the king and his throne shall be established in righteousness. 
Ecclesiastes 8.11 says, Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. No, God says, take care of it quickly. And God gives some examples here. David gives some examples here in this passage of Scripture about how to do that. And Solomon did that. I mean, we don't have time to go into it, but um, three cases we can find uh, in the Word of God where this was uh, expedited and taken care of and, and um, where Solomon did it and God blessed it. 1 Kings 2, 13-25, when Adjaniah violated a passage of Scripture, the Numbers 15, he was executed immediately. Solomon put him to death. Joab violated Numbers 35, 30-34, and passage in Deuteronomy, and he was executed immediately by Solomon. Shimei violated Deuteronomy 17 and was executed immediately. I mean, Solomon, Solomon, listen, he walked according to what was written. He established his kingdom by what God said, by what God commanded and what was written. And God blessed him. Remember when uh, the Queen of Sheba came to see all that Solomon had? I don't know where that fell according to this. But probably was after this, I would imagine. She came and said, man, the half has not even been told. I'm talking about God. God greatly blessed the kingdom under Solomon. As far as riches, the temple being built, the wisdom that he had initially before he got messed up with all the wives and concubines. God blessed in a special way because he was what? Because he was walking according to what was written. Listen, God's given us the word of God more than what they had. Am I? Are you? Are we walking according to what is written? That's what walking in truth entails. It entails walking according to what is written. It, it, it entails walking in his ways. It entails walking, excuse me, it, it entails warning others. And then lastly, and we won't spend a lot of time here, but... It entails walking with all our heart and with all our soul. Look at verse number four. That the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way to walk before me in truth. And do you see this? With all their heart and with all their soul. If we're going to walk in truth, we're going to have to do it with all our heart and with all our soul. It entails that. I believe it entails walking with all of our heart and with all of our soul. This is the very first time this expression used with all their heart and with all their soul. That expression with all their heart and with all their soul. The very first time this expression is used in Scripture. Now, in Deuteronomy, it's commanded, it's, it's worded a little bit different, but th this very expression, exactly like that, with all their heart, with all their soul, the very first time it's mentioned in the Word of God. And it means in the most cordial manner, with the strongest affection and zeal, with all eagerness and earnestness, with their whole hearts engaged in every duty performed by them. So it's it's. All that I am, all that I have, it's, it's in on it. It's, it's desiring to have that, to, to walk with God, to walk 
in his statutes, to, to walk in truth with all of my heart, with all of my soul. Everything I've got, my strongest affection, my strongest zeal. It's kind of similar to the expression used in Deuteronomy in several places and other places of Scripture. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. The very last time this expression is used is in 2 Chronicles 15 and verse number 12. I wish we had time to read those 15 verses. I want you to write it down. 2 Chronicles 15. 1 through 15. This is the last time this exact expression with all their heart and with all their soul is used. And it says in verse number 12 of 2 Chronicles 15, And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul. This is... um, The prophet of God coming and giving instruction to the king. I believe it's Asa at the time. Asa's returning from battle. Was spoils from the enemy and he's met by the prophet of God giving him warning. And um, the Bible says that they heeded the warning under Asa. It's a great passage of scripture. Y'all take time to read it. But in verse number 12, the Bible says that Asa and the kingdom and the the people of God, it says they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all of their heart and with all of their soul. Oh, to God that we would enter into a covenant to seek him with all of our heart and with all of our soul so that we could walk in truth, his truth. So this matter of walking in truth, according to this passage of Scripture, entails warning others. God's warning, God's warning Solomon. David's warning Solomon. God's warning us on the pages of Scripture to walk in truth. Uh, it entails walking in His ways. Not my ways, not your ways, not our ways. Not the world's ways, but His ways. It entails walking according to what is written. And it entails walking with all our heart. And with all our soul, everything that we have, putting everything into it, no, no bar, holding nothing back. 110% is the expression is used so many times in sports. Are you giving it, or, or some area of life, are you giving a 110%? God deserves 110%. He deserves all of it. Amen. Walking with all of our heart. And so think about it tonight. Um, walking in truth. These are some things that, that uh, we can find right here in the Word of God that entails. Warning others. Walking according to His ways. Walking according to what is written. And walking um, with all of our heart and with all of our soul. Father, help us tonight, Lord, to get hold of this simple truth about walking in truth. To realize you've given us a warning here. You've given us uh, something that we need to take heed to. So that we can walk in truth. Help us, Lord, to heed the warning as Solomon initially heeded the warning, was blessed greatly by God, and his kingdom was established because he chose to walk in your ways. He chose to walk with all of his heart and all of his soul initially there. He chose to walk according to what was written, and you're blessed in a great way. Father, may we see the truth that you've given us in your word tonight. May we apply it to our lives. 
Father, we desire your blessing. We desire your hand upon our lives, upon this church, upon each family, and each individual that's represented here tonight. And Father, there's no doubt in my mind that everyone here tonight probably has a desire to, to walk in truth. Help us, Lord, to apply these truths in our lives so that we can more greatly walk in the truth of the Word of God. To be that light, to be that salt in the Word in which you've given us. Create us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within us. Give us the, the compassion of Christ. Give us the mind of Christ. Help us, Lord, to crucify this old flesh that we have that's such a hindrance in our lives every single day that we have, hindering us from walking in the truth of your word. Strengthen us by thy spirit with thy might uh, for the final days in which we live on this earth. Draw folks unto yourself that need to be saved. We ask all these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.